Just check the clock and you already know what time it is. Tune in to Talk To Me Tyler T. It's real, uncensored, uncut. Let's get it. So, you know, I was sipping this magnesium water with the bitch, you know what I'm saying? You know, niggas hit me. Wines. I'm thankful. Rolex truffles. Numbers. In order to grow, you gotta let go. Nobody taught me that, that's what the streets told me. I just touched the mill quick, you ain't even noticed. Tax right off the whip, quick game for you. Bitch, I got four rollies, I don't even rock. Getting bored with this shit, I might buy a yacht. My Jew homie told me chill, nigga, buy a stop. My real estate partner told me buy a car lot. All I know is I'ma win, nigga, off top. Twin turbo in the bins, nigga, all stops. Fettuccine with the bitch, counter 50 pop. I don't got too many friends, but I got guap. Play a shit, eating Rolex truffles. Back of the whip, Louis monogram duffels. Make her feel good when she with me, we can cuddle. Took out the E with no intentions on fucking. NYC with a safe full of hundreds. Calculated moves, no risk off the muscle. Appreciate your blessing, don't underestimate nothing. No matter the situation, I'm always 100. What's Check, 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 check. You are now tuned in to talk to me, Tyler T, with the one and the only Tyler T. So today, man, I got a special guest in here with me. Um, I'm going to let him introduce himself, and then we're going to get to the show. Hey, man, how y'all doing, man? It's Shedrick Collins, man, owner of Baza & Co. and uh, Driven Image Photography. So, man, um, just tell just tell the people a little bit about yourself, um, where your business started, how it all came about, bro. Uh, Well, first and foremost, I'm from Dallas, Texas, DeSoto, more so. Um. So basically how I started my business, uh, I went to college, had a camera, uh, I was playing football at the time. Uh, I decided that shoot, football wasn't for me, so I started looking towards something else, a new hobby. So I started doing photography. That landed me back in Den. Also, my son landed me back in Den. Uh, I got a baby boy that's four years old. Um, uh, after doing photography for so much time, I kind of learned marketing tools. Okay. Uh, things that I could do to kind of make more money. I started working with like different models, different ambassadors, different influencers and stuff like that. Uh, and that kind of pushed me into like the fashion world all in all. Okay. Uh, then I started wanting to do my own thing. That's when I came up with the Blase & Co. Uh, my mom actually had her own little boutique and clothing line that kind of inspired me. Uh, she had the cricket and the, the vinyl and all that stuff that kind of got me started. And, uh, it started off as just a business to make some extra money, and it kind of turned into a lifestyle for me. Um, so, yeah, now we're here. Yeah, I feel that, bro. Uh, that's kind of how my podcast came about. Um, and how long have you been doing this? A year now for a year? clothing okay. line, three years for photography. Okay. And i seen uh, I seen your post about your clothing line, um, about how it all came about. So, mm-hmm. congratulations on that. I appreciate want to say that. Uh, so, let's go into like the type of success that you've seen um, from your businesses. Uh, from my from both of them, all in all, man, I, it's definitely helped me create some new bridges with people. Uh, networking and meeting new people. Uh, of course, the money is cool and all, but I feel like who you know and and how you know them and and what you can do for others means a lot more than what the money brings. Oh yeah, uh, that's definitely. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. And as far as like success goes, like I'm just happy to touch others with my brand. Like my brand really means a lot to me because it's really solely who I am. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it all comes from my background, you know. Um, Blase is more so the world looking in at one person and realizing that they're different. Okay. The mental health aspect really comes from the things that I've been through, you know, things I've actually experienced through my life. So, yeah, uh, that's that's my biggest success because it's allowed me to be who I am and be vulnerable to other others and also let those others be vulnerable to others. So, yeah, that's that's my greatest success for my brand. And I feel like, you know, letting other people like voicing your struggles and your setbacks to other people, I feel like that helps you grow as a person. Um, And a lot of us, it's hard for us to do that Agreed. because um. It's humbling, mm -hmm. and uh, you really don't want to share like those traumatic experiences or uh, fallbacks or setbacks with other people. Those are some things you kind of want to keep to yourself. But yeah. once you let them go and uh, you put it out there and you see that other people go through similar things that you go through as yep, well, yep. it's kind of like y'all can relate to me, and I feel like um, that's, how, that's how you build your brand. That's how you yeah. build your clientele. That's how you build rapport with people. And that just helps you grow as not not only as a business, but as a person. Uh, so that's really good that you said that and that you pointed that out because I think like that, too. Yeah, no, for sure. And well, I mean, just to even kind of flip the script, like what do you describe as success in your business? Like with everything you got going, because I mean, what you're doing is dope. And I feel like what what you have going for us is actually allowing us to be even more vulnerable and speak on. Yeah, bro. So that's my I was actually just having that conversation with my partner, Justin, bro. We was just chopping it up before I came over here. And it was just like um, at first I started this podcast as just a hobby, bro. Um, people was like, yeah, bro, you got a, you have different perspectives on a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, and. There's something that we haven't heard before. Uh, you go against the grain and mm -hmm. you're not scared to like tell shit how it is. Of course. And um, I think that's one thing that a lot of people fuck with is that shit. I'm going to just be me and I'm going to be me genuinely. Like mm -hmm. I'm not trying to force, oh, I'm that dude. I'm that guy. It's just like I got something good and I'm going to utilize my platform well. Yeah. Like I'm not using that, sh utilizing it for clout or utilizing it for popularity. It's just... Like, my podcast, that's my shit, bro. It's like my baby type mm -hmm. shit. Um, and it's I really made it a priority. And um, I want to use it like I'm using it now for other people to come on and share how they feeling or about whatever. Because yeah. I talk about everything under the sun, bro. Mm -hmm. It's not just a specific topic. Like, I'm bringing you on. We talking about your business. Uh, I bring other people on. We talk about marriage. I brought my mom and my pops on, bro. And we mm -hmm. talked about different things. So it's just like, um, it's a great outlet for people to... For the, to let people know that they're not alone, bro, yeah, and whatever agreed, they're going through. Agreed. So, and, the, and that's what I like the most, even about that, is that the not alone part. And I feel like that's exactly what my brand stands for, uh, especially to check on your strong friends element. Um, oh, yeah, feeling like because being a strong friend, man, it, it, it has no reward. Like, your biggest reward is that you're touching other people mm -hmm. and that you're satisfied with that. Like, your, your satisfaction is how other people feel. And how their day is going rather than how you feel and what you're personally going through. Because the strong friend really go through a lot as well. Exactly. Because other people pouring on their problems onto you is like, damn, okay, well, what about me type of shit? Of course. And I definitely am the type of person I take on emotions. Oh, like, yeah. I take on, if somebody came to my house and sat on my couch and cried for two hours, probably after two hours, after they left, I'll probably be crying. Like, damn, like, I feel that. Like, yeah. And I feel yeah. like that's that's a burden that we all kind of carry. But in in my element is like what I carry the most because... It's never about how I feel or whatever 
it is that I want to do. It's about making others happy. It's about mm-hmm. seeing others thrive. And that's what makes me happy. The people around me doing well and I'm doing good enough to get by. Like, I'm satisfied with that. Yeah, bro. And I feel like that's what it's all about. And that's how people should be, bro. Like, you're only in competition with yourself at yep. the end of the day. So if, you, if, you helping, if you're helping yourself, bro, um, you can help other people. And I know that you want to be able to help yourself first before you can help other people. Because you don't want to help other people when you're hurting yourself. You yep. know what I'm saying? Of so course. it's just like shit. Because you setting yourself back even though you putting somebody else on. Yep. And that's that's what it's all about at the end of the day, bro. We need more people like that that just want to help and be genuine. Mm-hmm. Not to, oh, I'm trying to help. So I'm trying to get myself on and like... So I could have all this bread, cause that's what yeah. that's what a lot of rich, the richest people in the world do that shit all the time, yeah, bro. Rich like get rich, a lot of poor get poor. Yeah, they got sure. billions of dollars, bro, and shit. Niggas need money for COVID, all this COVID shit going on. Niggas need money for shit, unemployment. Niggas not working. Yeah. Niggas ain't been working since March, and y'all sitting on billions of dollars and making millions of dollars every day, yeah. and y'all ain't doing shit with it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so now that we talked about uh, your successes, bro. Let's talk about some setbacks that you've seen um, over the years. Man, uh, shoot, investments is the biggest setback for me. Like, investments is something that doesn't work. Um, I've invested a lot into my photography. I've invested a lot into my clothing brand. And, uh, I mean, money loss isn't a big thing, but it is when it's something that you need, especially in a time like this and you're an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I mean, just imagine how COVID did for a photographer. You know what I'm saying? Like, who needs a picture whenever... There's a deadly disease going mm-hmm. on. Or who needs a new pair of clothes when you're not going nowhere? Yeah. So, I mean, that shoot, that's the biggest setback I've seen. I've only been, like I said, in my clothing line business for a year. Um, but, you know, luckily I, I was grace. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it's because I was fasting or what. But, man, I, I, I took a chance. I invested into some things and it worked out. But all in all, like, I probably took a lot more losses than I did gain. Because even with that being a blessing... I wasn't ready for that blessing mm-hmm. on the back end. I wasn't ready for all the orders. I wasn't ready for all the people and mm-hmm. all the emails and the comments. Like, you know, when you make something and people see it and they like it, you never have the idea in your mind that once they get it, they won't like it and they want to send it back. Like, yeah. that's the type of stuff that I went through. Like, you know, I could take a picture, send it, and they're like, yeah, I don't like these, redo them. And I'm just like, okay, now. So imagine clothes physically getting sent back to you and you physically having to refund some money or physically going through the neglection of like yeah i don't care for this like this isn't the quality i thought yeah, yeah. that, that kind of hurts your spirit your time because you, mm-hmm. you put your time into that you put your love into that and it was something that you you know like i said when i first started off i was making this stuff on my own so mm-hmm. that was like big for me it was personal i was touching these clothes i was you know touching them and then giving them to somebody else they were personally coming out of my hands so to t- hear somebody say I don't like that. That's like telling your mama you don't like dinner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, bro. And I yeah. feel like that was a setback for me because it was, I had to come to the realization that, you know, everything's not as green as it seems. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, even though the money is cool and the, the support is cool, like, there's also going to be problems. And I feel like that was, it wasn't a setback as much as it is a comeback because it put me in a position to understand and be able to go through those emotions mm-hmm. and, and not let it be personal. Let business be business and separate business from personal. Because I feel like, shoot, when somebody tells you something personally, if they said you're ugly, you're going to get offended. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if they say, hey, I don't like your shirt, you're going to get offended. So imagine I have 200 shirts and I'm shipping them out and somebody send me back my shirt that I made, that I touched, that I went and handpicked for them mm-hmm. and say I don't like it. It's kind of like, damn. Like, it's like a slap in the face. Yeah, like why'd you order it Yeah. <laughs> at first? But it's like, well, damn. Well, yeah, everything isn't as what it seems on social media mm-hmm. as to when you actually grabbing it and when you're touching it. And it's like, this ain't what I wanted. You yeah. Know? So... 
yeah, I would say that was my biggest setback, but it is also, like I said, a comeback. It's a learning experience. Uh, I mean, say money investments and stuff, that was a setback, but it, it's not as big as those personal influence that you can actually use to grow your business. Yeah, and I like one thing that you said when you were like, uh, it's not as big as, it's not as much as a setback as it is a comeback, bro, because mm-hmm. uh, like, what, being an entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur, you, you invest so much time and you invest so much money, bro. And I've invested money and time into my podcast, bro. I'm coming up on, my, my three-year anniversary is yeah, tomorrow. Congrats on that, bro. Appreciate that. So it's just like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, to see how far you've come from when you first started, I remember like, my first episode, I remember coming up, coming upon like, okay, the idea, you know, starting a podcast, mm-hmm. recording an episode, dropping it on SoundCloud, doing the promo on Twitter, and now it's like three years in, yeah. and so you see how far the process can take you, but it's also like, damn, like the process, it's a process, bro. Yeah, no, for and, sure. And um, it don't just happen overnight. So yeah, those investments, sure. sometimes when you lose those things, sometimes when you put money into stuff and you're not getting, you're not getting back what you put in, or you at least you don't feel like you're getting back with all your hard work, you're like, damn, like, why am I doing this? And you really got to find, like, deep in your soul, like, damn, okay, why am I doing this? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, what do I want to gain from this? Because mm-hmm. um, like you said, it's not all about the money and the satisfaction it's like shit you want something that's fulfilling bro mm-hmm. um and if it's not fulfilling like what are you doing it for yep so um that's why sometimes like you see you see people doing a lot of shit. you see people start shit um and then you're like damn well what happened to this bro i remember you were doing i remember you was doing that like mm-hmm. why you weren't doing why you ain't doing it no more like what happened you had something good like why you stopped type shit yep. um and so I, I ask myself that every day bro uh, like what is your reason? You know yep. what I'm saying? Like You're you gotta right. you gotta have goals and you gotta have a reason, you gotta have ambition, you gotta have drive to continue to do like what you wanna do because it's like some what we do, like it's for us, but it's not it's for other it's for others too, like because yeah. we wanna reach others. That's our main thing. So yeah. it's like so you gotta think about how somebody else would feel if you like, damn, I I'm a I'm gonna stop with Blase with Blase Cobra. Like mm-hmm. I ain't doing that shit no more. Yep. Like, Cause it's like shit. Damn, what like what about what about me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I fuck sure, with your sure. shit. So exactly. like Appreciate why you that. ain't doing that? Yeah. So um is there anything that keeps you motivated, bro? Like to keep doing what you're doing? Uh yeah. Uh like I said, touching lives, like being able to see people like me and of my color and my complexion, of my ethnicity and everything just kind of be able to speak up for themselves like i said kind of all started off with you know men's mental health black men's mental health mm-hmm. and that's kind of what had me motivated because i knew i was an advocate for myself but i never thought i could be an advocate for, for others. others you yeah, know what i'm saying bro. like i knew i was my i could look in the mirror and say like yeah you got through this but i never thought that my story could touch so many other people just a small message you know what i'm saying mental wealth or check on your strong friends, mm-hmm. can touch somebody, you know, just throwing it on and walking down the street, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what keeps me motivated to hear it, to see it, and to be known for somebody that's doing something positive in my community. Okay. I think that's definitely what keeps me pushing and keeps me me going at the end of the day. And uh, to know that I have a son, you know, a black a black son that's growing up and, you know, what in times are now, like, I want to be able to, to love him and, and let him know that he's loved through those emotions as well. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want him to feel neglected or feel like he couldn't be a man or feel like he couldn't have emotions because oh it's soft or yeah. oh you know yeah nah you you just going through something you're a man you know brush it off mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like the i had an actual collection called boys don't cry 
And as many times we heard that as young, you know, young adults growing bro, up bro. playing sports and shit. Yeah, bro. And it's hard because yeah. you like shit. You grow up in a household subduing your emotions, compartmentalizing so mm-hmm. much. And I talk about this so many different times on my podcast, bro, just in different segments. Um, but I'm glad that you brought that up because now somebody else is saying it. another mm-hmm. black man is saying it. So like other people can other black men and shit, not even just black men, bro, men in general. Yeah, uh, for sure. Black people in general, you know what I'm saying? Uh can can realize like that it's okay, bro. So mm-hmm. it's okay to have emotions, uh, it's okay to go through shit, it's okay to cry. It's yep. okay to ex- express those things. Like you're not less of a man because yep. you shed a tear, or you got sad, or you got upset at something. Like regardless of the situation, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's a big thing for me, bro. Because like you said, you're big on mental health. I'm big on mental health as well. But it took me to get educated on those things to really be like, damn, okay, like I'm kind of fucked up. Like yeah. we all kind of fucked up, yeah, and we all could, we all can need we all could use somebody to talk to or somebody to, you know, just voice how we feel. Yeah. Because keeping those emotions inside, bro, is really not helping us. Yeah, no, for sure. Because I, I definitely didn't know how to identify with depression or anxiety. I didn't know what it was or I just thought I was kind of in a slump. Like, yeah. going through small things, I thought it those small things felt so huge at the time. And it's just like, man, like, I ain't never felt like this before. Mm-hmm. I got uncomfortable. And at the time, I was actually going to uh, counseling sessions for co-parent, mm-hmm. and I kind of talked to my counselor about like where I was, and I was just kind of letting her know like the things that had happened, and then like my patience. Mm-hmm. Like, I had no patience for my son. Like I had no patience for nothing. It was just like good, and then something pisses me off, and it's anger. Mm-hmm. And it was just like immediate, and I wasn't like that before. So I was like, man, what am I going through? And she was like, you might be depressed. Like you may be anxious you may be this and i was like depressed i'm like what is depression that sounds like i got yeah, illness yeah yeah kind of like no like people go through depression it's regular it's normal like nah, i ain't i don't even know people that's crazy though. exactly you know bro and that's how that's how we're programmed to think exactly. bro because like shit our parents like i tell them i told my grandparents that i was going to therapy like when i was when i graduated or before i graduated uh undergrad and mm-hmm. it was like my my grandpa was like therapy like why are you seeing the shrink and it's yeah. just like damn nigga like yeah. i'm uh <laughs> I'm trying to, like, let you know what I'm on and trying to help myself. And you kind of downplaying me, but, like, they really don't know, bro. Yeah, they really don't understand. Real. So you have mm-hmm. to you have to kind of explain to them, like, I'm doing this to help myself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, like, you could probably use some, you could probably use some therapy, too. I'm pretty sure yeah, everybody nah, could bro, use, everybody it, could it, use some therapy, bro. Uh, because therapists have therapists, bro. Nah, for real. And if you listen right now, go get therapy. No cap, bro. It's, there's free ways to get therapy as well, like at churches and stuff like that. Just find a way or your your insurance will pay for it. And it's, I mean, it, you can do it remotely. You don't have to go to a therapist, especially with COVID now. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do it via Zoom. Like, I know you probably, some people want that in-person effect, but like, Zoom is the same thing, bro. I had a therapy session today, um, my first little initial therapy session, um, and it was it was actually really good. Yeah. So it's just like, everybody, everybody can utilize or can... Need someone to lean on, bro. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily lean on, but know like, okay, like yeah, I can get, talk to you. Get it off your and chest. it's not a biased opinion. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, oh, they're gonna take sides. It's like, okay, I'm gonna just listen to you and see you for who you are and what you're going through. Not, oh, yeah. this nigga weak or nah, for this real. nigga a bitch, for lack of a better term, because that's what people get called. That's what we get called for yeah. showing emotions, bro. Especially like being from Dallas, mm-hmm. uh, being from the hood, like, oh nigga, what you crying for? Like yeah. you gotta be a man type shit. Yeah. So, uh, I w- I would say, like, I think I've dealt with depression, but uh, I feel like, like you said, it's normal, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I know you said co-parenting, you're referring to, like, your son. Mm-hmm. And, uh, see, I had to go through that because my parents divorced when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Yeah. And so, it's just like, you in the middle of that shit. The mm-hmm. kid's in the middle and, like, 
they going back and forth and your son is young so he don't really know what's going on i was seven years old i i didn't really know but i had an idea like Mm -hmm. okay my parents not together no more uh and uh yeah so it's just like you gotta you gotta go go with the go through the motions bro and go through those emotions and experience them because if you don't they just get they just continue to pile up and pile up and pile up and then you explode yeah nah for real for real i agree so um what are you working on for the future bro if you don't mind me asking oh yeah uh sure we got a lot of uh well right now we're gonna kind of ride the wave but it's uh check on your strong friends and everything we want to push that out as much as we can because we feel like for one it's a message that that definitely touches others and for two it's it's kind of wavy shit. I mean, it is what it is. It's kind of, it's one of those things that you see and it's kind of eye-catching. So we're going to kind of ride that wave for a while until we kind of get to another another um, segment in which we want to start a new collection. Okay. Uh, the other collection we kind of got going right now is the Blemish Society. Uh-huh. But it kind of also runs and intertwines with uh, the mental health. Like, Blemish Society is basically just the idea of society is perfect, but it has its blemishes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, that's okay. a, the blemish is like, the definition of blemish is basically this thing is perfect, but with this small detail that is not correct or misconstrued, it's no longer perfect. Okay. And so if you look at society, we have things as racism, we have mm-hmm. police brutality, we have, you know, uh, hate crimes and stuff yeah. like that. Those are the small things that make this society not perfect. But besides that, if we ignore the fact of those things, of course it's perfect. You live in your own world. You're perfect until things are blemished. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you look at yourself, you see perfect. You don't think perfect, but you see perfect because that's how God made us. And mm-hmm. when he said, when God made us, he said, and it is perfect. Yeah. So that's how we're supposed to look at ourselves. And when we, whenever we try to switch the focus on what's around us and what's going on, that's when we forget who we are. That's kind of how I came up with women's society. Okay. I like that, bro. I really yeah. like that. Um, I like I like how your, your concepts have like background because some people just be like, throwing shit together like oh i'm gonna call it this because the name sounds cool yeah. but like you know you have to have a concept and it has you have you have a concept and it has like a background behind it, like of a course. story behind it of, exactly. and it and it tells who you are and yeah. what you came from um so one thing i wanted to ask you was like do you want to like do you see yourself collabing with anybody or working with anybody um in the uh, near future yeah no for sure uh i've actually talked to a few people in dallas uh my, my partner quincy with uh he has a brand uncommon we've been kind of trying to cook up we've been talking and uh trying to think of some ideas uh, i'm actually going to be in uh the new lost souls location uh with uh Devontae harris and uh okay and uh vic Okay. A new little location. I'm actually going to be in there with them. Uh, and I'm hoping through that I can kind of meet some other creators mm-hmm. and stuff. But, I mean, I'm down to collab. I'm down to do whatever. I'm down to... I mean, I have different elements of myself that I can help out with. Photography, styling, mm-hmm. anything like of those natures. And not just my clothing. So, I'm looking for shit to do whatever. Like, creative. I'm, I'm with it. So, when you sit down and, like... Uh, when you sit down and you're getting ready to like cook up like or where did these ideas come from like I, I mean yeah. obviously you said like experience and things yeah. like that but, like uh, man 1am like be up like just be up just listening or, or I, I may see somebody else going through something it may just be on the time like it could be somebody that says man like I'm not having a good day and I'm like dang I'm not having a good day either like why am I not having a good day and I start to think about my day and I'm just like man that's this that's that and then I, I probably feel like this because I went through this, this, this. And then that kind of capitalized, like, boom, like, it's probably somebody else out there that probably went through mm-hmm. this. Or somebody else that's thinking about that. And that for some reason, that turns into a design for me. Like, that turns into, like, words or 
a meaning for me like that. Yeah. It's 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 I it's no way I can actually put a pen to it and say, oh, I was sitting here and I just said, oh, blase. Mm-hmm. Or I was sitting here and I was like, oh, mental wealth. Like, oh, people love mental wealth. Let me just see if I can put a shirt out there and they just buy it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like, it meant something to me. A year ago, I was depressed. In, in August of last year, I lost one of my closest friends. I went through a tough breakup and it, it made me depressed. Like, mm-hmm. I was able to be real about that. But at that time, I wasn't. But now, here I am now. And I've, you know, I've I've conquered that. It's kind of like, dang, I want to speak about it. Mm-hmm. And for me, speaking about things isn't always through words. It's kind of through, exactly like, my okay. actions or something I could put out, like, my clothing line mm-hmm. or through photography and stuff like that. Ways that my outlets, you know what I'm saying? Like, being creative is my outlet. And I think that's kind of how I ultimately come up with ideas and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I like that, bro. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and I'm glad that you were able to share that with me. Um, so do you have like any people that you look up to like in the fashion world or that uh that you like, damn, like I fuck with this, so I'ma try to I'ma try to capitalize on this or I'm gonna try to take what take something that they did and like put my own style to it. Yeah, uh I definitely like Virgil. Uh but I am very like heavenly influenced. If you can't tell, like the actual mental wealth is actually like Astro World. Okay. And it's just you know what I'm saying, like the wish you were here and uh Astro World font on the front, mm-hmm. and so I was heavily influenced by. I, I don't know if he Travis Scott himself actually created it, but you know whoever designed, it, I haven't actually looked into it. But it's just like stuff like that just just kind of grabs me. Like I've always been able to dress and style and design and stuff, so I just kind of like see things, and if they're eye grabbing, I may look at that and be like, okay, I can be heavily influenced by that, and I may try to mix it up and make it my own, switch okay. up some things. But a lot of my stuff is like heavily influenced just off of people I kind of like. I like their style, you know. What I'm okay, saying? yeah. More than anything. So, um, is there is there anything that you that you want to do that you haven't done yet? As far as like photography, clothing line, um, like, is there anything that you like? Dang, I want to I want to tap into this and see like what I can do with that. Yeah. Um. As far as photography, I I wouldn't say I'm done with it. I'm <laughs> still a photographer, but I'm a I'm really I've been trying to tap into like the beauty world of photography. Uh. You know, actually doing like beauty headshots, like if it was for like Maybelline or Fenty and stuff okay. like that. That's the type of stuff I want to get to photography wise. I'm not quite there. I actually just got back from Austin about a month ago, taking a class with a high end photographer just to kind of learn that and okay. understand the world and how to get deeper into it. Because I mean, it's cool. It was cool being a neighborhood photographer, but yeah, you get yeah. overwhelming when it's like people are like, oh, I just want to do this. How much you charge me? And I'd be like, oh, I'm going to charge you 250. Like, oh, well, because you do 150 and like, you don't deal with that if you don't yeah. have to. But I have dealt with it for the last three years. And I was cool with it at first. And it's kind of like it drained me. Mm-hmm. I let it take over me. And I doing 100 photo shoots a year kind of took over me in the sense of like, man, I, I feel deprived of what I actually fell in love with. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get into a different world on that end. And as far as clothing, I'm just pretty much open. Like I want to, I don't want to just be t-shirts and, and hoodies. I want to be sweatpants, jeans, uh, vests. You know yeah, what I'm all the above. Jean jackets, like I want to be able to move into that world, but I'm I'm also willing to cry before I walk, so I'm not mm-hmm. in a rush. Yeah, uh, that's how I feel with the podcast too, bro. Like I've been I've been recording for three years now, uh, you know, and it's 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 been fun, it's been cool, but like it's like you kind of wanna you wanna grow, like you feel stagnant. Yeah, it's like okay, I wanna like I when I was in school, I was I did like two live shows bro yeah. um so we had people like 
I, it was a collab with this girl. It was Battle of the Sexes because mm-hmm. she had a podcast as well. And that really went up for us. Uh, I recorded it and everything, but I never put the videos out because it was so many of them. And the, like, it was so long. We were asking quite We were really playing a game. So it was like, OK, we got scenarios that we came up with and we asked questions. And it's like, OK, um, we're going to do this. What, what would y'all do as a, mm-hmm. as a man? What would you what would you do as a woman? And like that's kind of what I wanted to start doing when yeah. I moved back to Dallas. But like, shit, we got hit with COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, when I really wanted to start doing it, and it was just like, damn, like I can't really go up like that because I was at UNT, and I, that my plan was okay. We, I'm gonna start at my school. Like okay, I'm gonna rent out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to some people, get to know some people, uh, bring some people together, and then we gonna get the auditorium and do this, and then mm-hmm. we was gonna go to other colleges and make it like a tour type thing, which is still very possible. I could still do live shows, but it's just like, how am I going to go about that shit? Yeah, no, so fair. we got to go, like, got to get record people to record that shit, people to put videos together. And that's time. That's money. Um, so you got to have the bread to do that shit. You yeah, got to have no, a plan sure. to do that exactly. shit. Exactly. So, and that's kind of where I'm able to do. I yeah. got to have the bread. Like, even, even with that, that flow coming in, a lot of that is just more so going back into more inventory. So exactly. it's like, but once you reach that certain point where you can, like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm comfortable here and I can really, really invest into some new stuff, whether it hit or miss. I feel like that's when, you know, you kind of hit that second level, like you start growing. Yeah, bro. And a lot of people will be rushing the process. Man. Yeah, like no, you said, sure. you're not in a rush. Uh, you don't have to be in a rush, but you got to be willing to grow um, and willing to step outside of your comfort zone, bro. And yeah, I, I, had, sure. I struggled with that for a minute. Like, okay, I feel like I'm doing good. Like, I can just keep doing this and it's going to go up. But it's like, yeah. that's how a lot of people feel. But like, yeah. I'm just doing this and it's working for me. So like, why stop or why try yeah. something new? But it's like, shit, that's something new to help you elevate type yeah. shit. And it definitely, I'll say it, my, both of my businesses have definitely helped me like elevate and networking because it's like, at first you feel like you got it figured out. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, bro. But, and to hear somebody tell you, like no or nah you ain't doing it right like you'd be like man i'm I'm making this type of money so this this and that Mm -hmm. and it's cool but once you start actually adhering to those people and you start hearing it a lot and it makes you be like dang what can i do differently what are you doing differently that i can't do like somebody out there has something to offer whether it's a small business or a big business or a a pastor or a friend or a family member like they gonna sometimes it's good to just sit down and listen Mm -hmm. and just take in what you can like you may you don't have to soak up everything but be a sponge and, and adhere to what somebody may just have a learning lesson of and they can teach it. Yeah, because constructive criticism is definitely important. Um, and advice is important, cause, but you don't always have to take the advice that somebody gives yeah, you. Course. Like, that's your choice. Yeah. But it's just like, at least sit there and listen, like it's you free. said. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, if a nigga sit, like, we sitting down and we talking, bro, like, I'm listening to what you're saying type yeah. shit. So it's like, damn, okay, just because I don't do clothes, like, I could I could take some of that knowledge from you and be like, okay, well, he said this about that. Maybe I can put this, like, towards my podcast guess, and vice yeah. versa. Mm-hmm. So uh, you got to be willing to learn. You got to be willing to grow. You got to be willing to listen to other people, bro, because yeah, for sure, for you sure. don't, because you don't know every fucking thing, bro. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, so my last question is, um, if you if you had any advice to give to someone, uh, like what would it be? Uh, to like an entrepreneur or just anybody in general? Uh, let's just say entrepreneur for right now. Or somebody wanted to get into their the business world for uh, themselves. I mean, first thing I would say is, is uh evaluate your foundation like understand what it is that you want to do what it is that you stand for uh-huh. i feel like that was a false step that i kind of took i just kind of hopped into a lot of things at first for the thrill of it like i hopped into photography just to make some extra money you yeah. know what i'm saying and it became a lifestyle 
So definitely understand where where you want to be at, where you want to be known, what you want to be known for, and how you want to go about doing business because you don't want to be known for just doing solely bad business because mm-hmm. you never had a real interest in what you did, but you thought it would bring you money. Yeah. And I feel like even though what you love may not always bring you money, but in those hobbies might definitely still evaluate and make sure that you can maintain and, and keep up with it. Like I feel like I, I've went through that a lot. I've, I've had a lot of learning lesson with being doing bad business. And I mean, it is learning lessons and, I probably lost customers due to it, but it's also like, okay, but I also have this foundation of like, I'm going to be a good person and mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure, okay, well, you didn't get this or you didn't get that. Okay, well, you know, I'm going to give you that plus this uh-huh. because I want you to know that I am a good person. I have a good heart. I don't care if it was 10 months ago. I don't care if it was a week ago. You know, it's always room to still come back to, for one, your 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 groundwork, your foundation, but also your roots and how you were raised. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's most important always when it comes to running a business because that's going to sell your, you sell more than your business. Yeah. You can say, you can, you go to Walmart, how many waters is up there? Imagine each person looked at the next person like, man, they already selling water. I'm I'm not going to do it. They better than me. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? But there's somebody out there that may know you that may be, or that like your water better just because of who you are. Exactly. Not even trying to be funny. Like that's, that's the big thing. So I definitely would say, the biggest thing is maintain a good image and, and, and have a good a good soul to actually do what you do. That would be first things first. The money will come. Everything with the support will come. Uh, I mean, definitely tell if you're going to be an entrepreneur, tell people how to support you too. Mm-hmm. Don't expect support because, oh, I got this new business and I want to like, I mean, if it's your homegirl and I'm a guy, obviously I don't need my nails done. I don't need no eyelashes. So how can I support you? Let them know. <laughs> like, hey, uh, you know, I got this post. I'm gonna. I just. I'm gonna post it at seven o'clock. I just need everybody to retweet it, quote it, and tag somebody. Yeah, that's what I do. My biggest marketing system is my friends and family. I don't. I get in group messages and hey, y'all, I'm posting at this retweet. Hey, I got this going tomorrow. Can y'all show up and just help me set up? Yeah, like let people know how to support you. Don't expect support because you put it out there, and because some people may not like your music, some people may not like your your clothing line. Yeah, and just because you you they partner don't really mean nothing. Like don't mean nothing. And I feel like if you if you are partners with someone and you don't like you don't like that shit, bro. Like you don't gotta buy it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you still, can, just you can still support. Yeah, you can still support. It's what is to support rather than spending money, bro. Yep, um, and that's what a lot of people don't realize. They're yeah. like, oh, you you ain't buying my you shit. Ain't you ain't supporting me. So it's like, nah, bro. I support yeah. you, fam. Like sometimes I just really don't like what you be putting out. But yeah, for real, it's okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you don't gotta take that. Negatively, you don't mm-hmm. gotta get defensive because Agreed. somebody don't do that shit. But um, I appreciate you for coming on, bro. Um, if you want to shout out, you know your social media. Uh, anybody you want to shout out, go ahead, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, shoot, follow me on IG at the Blase Co. And uh, also my uh, my more personal page, also my photography page is at Driven Image. Uh, definitely shoot me a follow, like I don't know, share some stuff if you want to. I don't know. <laughs> Support me, man. I don't know. I'll tell y'all how to support me. Just message me. Say, how can I support you? And I'll give you a hundred ways how. And I appreciate all the love and support thus far. I appreciate the community. The community. I appreciate my family, my friends, my loved ones. I appreciate everything. Yeah, man. Uh, it's Talk To Me, Tyler T, man. Uh, shout out to everybody for listening, bro. Like I said, I'm coming up on my three-year anniversary tomorrow. So y'all probably going to hear this episode um, Friday, bro. Today's Tuesday. My anniversary is on Wednesday. So shit, um, when y'all when y'all hear this, uh, just know that shit. I'm working. I'ma stay working, and I've been working, 
And uh, if you don't know me, shit, you gonna know me. And we gonna do it like that, man. But um, appreciate y'all for listening. And uh, we out this hoe, man.